work it out. I go to acupuncture tomorrow. Fucking shut up, dude. What the fuck? Hold on. Oh, it just cracked. Okay, hold on. Open her up. Are you ready? Okay. and houses and time there lived two bohemian housewives with deep midwestern roots then one day they were airlifted and dropped into the middle of crown heights brooklyn these are there Ah, oh, I almost did it, Becca. I should have gone faster. No, it's okay. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Because sometimes I just you lose the beat when you make the beat. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Happy fortieth anniversary. Happy fortieth anniversary. Wow, over the hill. We our HB is over the hill. No way. We haven't jumped the, the shark. Hell. We're just over the hill. No way. I think we're like. I think over the hill is like fifty five. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I remember when my dad had a 40th birthday party in our home, and he got a lot of mugs with jokes about being <laughs> over the hill that were like the mugs we drank things out of really? our entire childhood. Over the, So you would know better than I would. And so I just always associate turning 40 with like people giving you a lot of crap over the hill that mugs. says over the hill on it. <laughs> A lot of junk for your house that says over the hill. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. But Ford's so young, obviously. Ford's so young. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm rounding up to it. I mean, I'm closer to 40 than I am to a lot of other things. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You want to talk about it? (laughs) No, 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 no. We don't have to get into that. No. I feel good. I'm, I'm 35 and I feel great. Yeah. I'm working on myself and working on stuff. Yeah. I feel good. But I I've got to start working now on some of the things if I want them to like take hold by 40 cuz it's going to take some time. Yeah. I got to be real. So, 35 got the drive. 35 got that drive. Come on. <laughs> what is it? The year of the monkey? Is it the year of the monkey? Again? No, wait, was it last year? Or this year? I really can't keep track anymore. Well, we'll have to find that out because I can't... I'm the year of the monkey, which is why oh, it would be it very... Inter- is it my year? Hmm. Ooh. We should really know this. We should know this. I'll look We're going to know it by episode 41. Oh, well, we're no. Gonna we, know like, it. I, it's, we oh, do we live in the internet? It's not we, the 90s. We live in the internet. Yeah, we live in the internet. There's a little device you can pick up what and just mean? gives you the answer to your questions. What was what? the question? Um, do we live on the internet? <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> what is our internet address? To me, that's what is the most urgent question on the table. Does your me little too. device know the answer to that? To if we live on the internet? You know what? I I think it does, and I think the answer is yes. Nice. Well, I think that's the only answer we need. That's all. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, Becca, how are you? you? Oh, you guys, Becca has new glasses. Ooh. They're so awesome. Cheers to your new glasses. Thank you. I'm glad really you like them. them. I'm still not used to them, so oh. it's nice to hear you say that. Oh, I love them. They're great. They're Thanks. like a very, very chic cat eye tortoiseshell. They're Thanks. just fantastic. And as Becca said, I didn't notice them right away. It took me, what, like 15 minutes? 20, right. yeah. 10. I feel like people haven't really been noticing, even though I feel like it's a big difference They're in my face. They're a big difference, yeah. but you said that that's sort of a good thing because then it means it doesn't seem like that right. off-putting. Right. It's not you like, kind of like, new yeah, like, glasses. what's going they on? They curly yeah. cues on the corners. Yeah, like they look they're red, you know? perfect on your face. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like. They're the most like normsy glasses I've ever had, maybe. Oh, really? Since I was a kid. 
But Normsy. I always wanted cat eye tortoise shells. Yeah. So, so you, you have, have to go them. for it. They're great. Yeah. I, I love them. them. Internet, you know, worth the risk. They're worth the risk for sure. Yeah. For sure. So congratulations on those. Thanks. And congratulations to you on wee, 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 <laughs> going viral. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> We, we do our own. It's all DIY here. We yeah, do guys. our own sound effects. Uh, someone just asked me if we edited, and I was like, nope. We just put it right up. Right up. We do it. We have a convo. We're be- we have BFF. We have a convo. Drink Lauren, some wine. I heard. What's up? I heard you went so viral, you had to get antibiotics and steroids. I sure did, Becca. <laughs> It's true, dude. I got so sick. I was very sick while I was also going viral online. I don't know if it can be considered viral. Because, like, what I saw, I looked it up, you guys. I, like, Googled because I had also crazy insomnia and I'm just starting to come out of that. But I Googled at some point, how many pairs of socks does the average person have? I also Googled... How many? Um, don't remember. <laughs> I think there's a lot of different answers. I, but I, was it about the same number of socks you had? Did you feel No, really I have definitely way more. <laughs> I have definitely way more. I <laughs> so many socks. <laughs> I just like, and that's why I needed to like have a check-in with myself about how many socks. I just some bohemian housewifery going on. And then I also Googled what is going viral. And they really only had it not for articles, but they had it for videos. And so a video is 5 million views in the first like two to five days Mm. and I don't have even close to that I mean I have a lot of views but I don't so you know it's viral to me but I think we should just temper that with like it's you know there's no gifts and there's no like pictures (laughs) you know it's just right I think for like something that's just text it went pretty viral (laughs) (laughs) that's I mean I can't I it's crazy. Do you know what I did? Here's another thing I Googled. <laughs> I Googled the title of the of the thing. And this is like yesterday. I hadn't done it yet. I don't know why. Yeah. And it came up and like it was just like pages of it yeah. on different things. And I had no idea. Like I just. That I mean I. just been reposted on these places. I didn't yeah. even think I that, that that was something that when was going to happen. Too. Yeah. All I thought was just that the medium stuff, the HuffPost stuff, like, oh, how cool. But like to see it just, and like my name, I just, and then, I mean, Cheryl Strait yeah. retweeted this. Yeah. I just, like the third day in, and I didn't even know until we went for ramen and I bumped into <laughs> Naomi, who wrote about us on The Daily Doubt, which is so cool. Thanks, and Naomi. she's the one, Naomi, honoring her sister, she's the one who told us, told me <laughs> that it, that happened. So that was a complete shock. I almost fell over onto scaffolding. Poor Naomi. I think she was not anticipating that. I love this whole scene. This whole scene like defines what being a real housewife of Bohemia. Yeah, that's true. We were on the way from Robin when we yes. ran into Naomi who told us that Cheryl Strade retweeted my article. Oh my god. It's, it's really so like true. We talked about tarot and crystals at the same time too. Just take a couple steps back and you're like, whoa, I am living the life. I have become the champion of all life. Like, yeah. listen, we have. Like, we just, we are I'm talking doing, about you. I think we, the Real Houses of Bohemia it's okay. together. I don't need, I don't need well, a no, slice of the, it. The, <laughs> good. Yeah, right. Well, I'm just like, I just feel like our Bohemian house lives <laughs> are so on point. Yeah. Both of us are really doing great work. Yeah. So, and it's funny to just like make little cartoons out of our lives. Yeah. And it's uh, true. Beck is making notes. <laughs> I'm just writing Bohemian Housewives. Housewives. Don't forget it. I know that was that, that came out. That's probably the episode title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy 40th. Happy yeah. Happy 40th. So, Bernadette was, it was wild. I, and there was a lot of also, um, there was some haters that I was sort of interacting with. Yeah. For one day, for the first Saturday, which was like the big day that it was viewed the most. And I learned a lesson not to engage. And I'm never, I I don't think I'm ever going to engage again Mm. with that type of, I just don't think it's worth it. And I, it's just not, 
it's just so faceless and I don't know. Some of it can be very mean. And I do think that there's space for dialogue to an extent, but it's also like 60 characters or what, 160 characters, like Mm. 104, whatever the fuck it is. Like it's hard. Like that's not, it's a, I mean, I, I'm excited about that as a platform, but like, I don't, I just can't, that's not where it's at for me. Yeah. In the comment section, our lawyer, Austin, told me not to look at it was a sausage fest on yeah. HuffPost, so I didn't look at that. Good. I'm glad you didn't look. Yeah. I didn't look either, so I have nothing yeah. to say. I'm not like, Gleh. good, yeah. I'm glad you didn't look. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Brutal. Well, you, I didn't even look, but I think it's, I agree that it's good to just not even yeah, engage. Yeah, well, engage. Well, I did almost, I wanted to break it, and I looked at the comments once and the top one was a friend from UCB named Molly and it said yes please more men telling Lauren how to feel and I was like close it down shut it down don't look beyond this thank you Molly for the warning Austin thank you for the warning like (laughs) I will not look so I didn't so yeah so I got through it and that's that's good you got through it, but you also had a lot of very positive responses. The overwhelming response yeah, like, was positive, yeah. You would say that the overwhelming response is like, this encapsulates just the complex emotions I've been having yes. about this election. That's Thank what you I for heard describing the most. it yes. perfectly. Becca, that That's is how like, I feel. <laughs> thank you so Thank you. That is, that seems to be, I'm so, it, I just am, I don't, it, yeah, I'm blown away because that feels like that was something that was emailed and tweeted mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff a lot it was really yeah cool that's what so, i saw from my perspective just like a whole lot of people sharing it and being like finally someone oh articulated this in a way that so many were feeling but not I a lot thought, were, were saying oh, that's what you did i know. feel so I think you like spoke to some complicated unspoken feelings thoughts of a lot of people i think women especially thank you yeah Thank you. I appreciate that so much. I'm. It was a heartbreak and a joy to write, and mm-hmm. I like w- want to keep doing it forever. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, yeah. And Becca, by the way, you're like the best at feeding in info right when I need it, right when I'm wondering <laughs> about certain things. You're just like, how about checking in on this thought process? <laughs> the best. Um. Yeah, I think also, speaking of elections, no, is it that time? It's my time. Speaking of the elections, <laughs> last last time we were talking about Drumpf, am I saying that right? Oh, yeah. I know that I said <laughs> his whole name the last time, and I'm going to try so hard not to oh, this yeah. time. It was, I cried. <laughs> it was so bad. I shouldn't have mentioned it. It was so bad. I was just like, no, I knew it as soon as it dropped out of my mouth. I was like, God damn it, Lauren, Patricia. Um but yeah, I feel like I I hadn't slept in a long time, and I just wanted I was re-listening to the episode, and I feel like we were getting on some big topics that were that are very important, and I was saying a lot of stuff about you know racism and how it's like we we were both just talking about like how it's seemingly kind of like popped up. Yeah, and I and I listened to it, and I was like, oh man, we've got to say something that says that we know that it didn't just pop <laughs> we, up. We didn't mean, like, just appeared <laughs> in social reality. We meant, right. like, on the news. On the news all of a sudden. Getting attention, yeah. getting coverage. Yeah. yeah, in, like, this different way. Because, like, police murdering black and brown pe- folks and, like, kids is this thing that's like, oh, it's this bad institution. But now it's like, oh, right, here's this other institution yeah. that's supposed to be free of this. And now we have the a media culture that's just like inundated with information all the time and it's so much about this particular person and the amount of people that are rallying behind him and it's it is to me someone who does not experience who has the privilege of not experiencing yeah. racism on a daily basis i know that it exists i i i i know that but i do not i didn't know that it was that this was what was happening and i think that that's what I was trying to speak to and yeah. maybe didn't it, I feel like it it could have come off as wow racism just started and right. it's like right. that is so that's absolutely not um my intention and I don't think the RHB intention at all so right I just wanted to like say that while we were talking about the election season it was it was important to both of us totally um 
and you know hopefully this the tides of change are upon us and people are going to start focusing on real change like getting this conversation gone getting drumpf out of like this that conversation gone and then having the real necessary conversation about racism and imperialism and sexism after he's out of the picture right so yeah i mean i just feel like what has been happening in this country for the last like few years in an intense way is people like saying okay like it's it's not all right mm-hmm. <laughs> white people like me <laughs> to right, yeah. pretend like this is not the way it is yeah. for millions of people it's not all right like that's a privilege that you have to look away and right. so it's like yeah when you realize that you're just sort of like living in your privilege and mm-hmm. not doing a good enough job stepping out of it it's like you want to step out of it yeah. <laughs> you want to like try to yeah it's it's like a duty. try to deal with yourself yeah you know not totally. just like beat yourself up about it but be like okay gotta confront reality differently sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's to, I, I believe strongly that it's a part of being a bohemian housewife. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be a radical so. unless you're facing racism in the, in the ways that you perpetrated in yeah. unknowing and knowing ways and the ways that it works in institutions. Right. And that's just like a part, I think, of being a radical. And yeah. I think, we, you know, I know we both do. So, yeah. So, hey, thanks, guys. That's I think that's our first, like, cor- not correction, but like, an- anecdote, not anecdote, like how... Annotated bibliography. Sure, that's our first annotated. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Um, I do know that we've got. uh, uh, We're both. I just. I'm just gonna say we're both um, neighborhood witches. We're a lot of different types of witches, but we are each other's neighborhood witch. And um, Becca has been running some really cool witchy writing workshops called the Stardust Sessions. And she's got some stuff to report in the Astrolove category. Yeah. Uh, Astrolove. Astrolove, formerly known as astronomy and, and or, and or <laughs> astrology, now called Astrolove. Astrolove. Bum, 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 bum. Astrolove. So... We're in the midst of eclipse season right now, everyone. Come on, eclipse season. Did you know we're in the midst of eclipse season? The solar eclipse on the new moon happened on March 8th. It's a while ago now. The vernal equinox happened on March 20th. That was just yesterday. And the lunar eclipse on the full moon is going to happen on Wednesday. March 23rd. What this means is that we've just entered spring. Mm. We had the last snow dusting mm. of the season. This morning, right? This morning. Woke up to Bird, that with yeah. like birds singing and blue skies. <laughs> totally. It was a beautiful day. Everything melting yeah. all of a sudden. And um, now we're looking towards the the last eclipse so we're right at the end of the cycle and the cycle you know will cause feelings of rapid change yeah. in your life things right. are changing faster very now, quickly or at least maybe feel like they need to change faster now um mm-hmm. than at other times um so i just thought that i would read a little bit about the upcoming lunar eclipse I full moon great. on wednesday I'd so like that everyone knows what to prepare for. Right. Yeah. So if you're on the East Coast, this is happening at 6.57 a.m. Wednesday, March 23rd. Um, you know, you can just subtract for your time zone. All right. Lunar eclipse full moon. This is a time when your unconscious takes center stage and you can tap into a side of yourself that you've pushed down for some time. Those suppressed emotions, the crap you thought you got rid of long ago, nope, still there. Deep fears, deep pain, deep wounds, this is heavy Scorpio territory. All things hidden that must be transformed for your evolution. 
In between these two faded celestial events, solar and lunar eclipse, is a magic window of change. Just as the ground shifts during an earthquake, so too does the energy in your life. During the process, it's not uncommon for things to get messy. Give it time as you are breaking out of old patterns and new energy is coming in. Remember, there's nothing to fear or anticipate. One of the main spiritual lessons of eclipse season is to surrender control. Because truthfully, none of us have control over life events, only how we choose to react to them. Thanks. Thanks for the help. So yes, thanks for letting me give it. (laughs) Surrender. That's your Uh, instruction, which is as far as I'm concerned, yeah, impossible. So right. So so so. Good luck, everybody. Have 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 (laughs) fun trying that. Other people are much better at at it than I am. But surrender seems very difficult. Surrender is yeah. Surrendering is hard. I always the equinox for me sort of like there is a, it's a surrender to the change i guess mm-hmm. and i think things do feel like they do start to rev up mm-hmm. and i have that experience i spring equinox more so than of than fall winter solstice spring equinox mm-hmm. are my favorites right and i th- did we already and we've already determined that summer solstice and and is autumn equinox or no? I wouldn't say autumn equinox is my favorite, but it's like an intense time for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an intense time for me too. <laughs> but I, I think that I think I've gotten at least in the last like three years, I've gotten real hooked on the like rebirth, like growing up Catholic. Another reoccurring theme here at RHB. <laughs> um, I think that like rebirth story, but like reclaiming it in a mother like goddess earth self rebirth kind of a way yeah um is why i'm pretty obsessed with it and then i think also why i'm pretty obsessed with winter solstice because it's that time to like decide what is going to be birthed around this time Mm -hmm. and oh right like you plant you kind of plant the seeds and now is the time to like surrender for the bloom And it's like you have to just like let the bloom happen. Mm. It's like the Osho card courage where it's like a seed and it's going up through rocks, but it's just like there's no other choice but to like make the journey and mm-hmm. it's not easy, but if you don't do it, you don't the you, you never become the flower. Sort right. of the Anais Nin quote, what mm-hmm. is it that risk became greater to stay in the bud than it was to bloom? I think that's exactly yeah. right. Wow, nice. <laughs> Thank I'm you. I'm pretty sure I had that like laser printed yep. out like for a potential tattoo (laughs) i just like i like found like a clip art of a flower like early days of internet art no not even internet art just like computer art and yeah desk jet printing yeah i totally like picked out like a cool font yeah just printed that quote totally put it on my wall yeah yeah it's a good one and that the courage card it it's also thinks uh, yeah it's makes me think of that it makes me think of surrendering to that process yeah which i think is great which is yeah i think i'm easier to like slip into the autumn mm-hmm. of the like death like the shedding of it yeah that's a co- more comforting e- this one sort of energizes me and kind of i feel out of my own territory yeah surrendering to like the depth of dark warmth <laughs> that i can do like this that's so interesting because for me the autumn equinox is like Oh no! I have to say goodbye to everything all over again. All right. So yeah. long. Goodbye, everything. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. I'll miss you, summer. Yeah. I'll miss you, leaves. I'll miss you, warmth. You know. Yeah. And I'm just like. We just used both used warmth to describe the same opposite thing, though. Because I'm thinking You're of like right. home and blankets and cozy. Isn't that, and, isn't weird, that interesting? Though, that we think of warmth for when it's starting to get colder, but it's like the. It's like the Danish thing. It's like Haiga, you know? Yeah. It's like that warmth of just like yes. everyone sitting around with candles and hot cocoa or yep. whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
That does sound really good. I know. Now I'm like, spring, wait up. Why didn't we go like rent a cab? Why didn't we go rent a cab? That's something that I... Like real Bohemian Housewives that You know what? Next, maybe by that point, we'll be at like... Maybe for like our 75th anniversary, we'll be in like February of next year. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll just like go really, really... Taiwan on in the in cat skills or something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Taiwan on in the cat skills is like is also a possible name for this episode. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's funny, Becca. So oh. um we had a special equinox. Oh, we had such a special equinox. Can I say what you knew? because that's how this show works yeah no no no, but i was just like you becca rolled in with some equinox info which was great and she's shared some of it with us now which was really lovely um and she also said you know hey yeah just bear with me okay you know i'm sleep fucking deprived i haven't slept in a month and a half I seriously have not. No, I just found it charming that you were like complimenting me. As you're yeah, you are. It's true. It's true. No, because you did. You came. You already came in with great information tonight, but you did then too. And you like actually were really laying it down on the equinox. You were like, "Hey, here's this other cool thing that I know. Um, I've read that that we can stand up eggs on." the ground outside at the exact hour minute of the equinox so we, i set alarms <laughs> and austin and sean our lawyers were over and austin insisted that we bring four eggs which i had just bought eggs and i was nervous for some reason that they were gonna break i don't know why i didn't i was like no we're not bringing all we're bringing one well i'm glad that we brought four we needed four and so we got down there and we realized like okay it's about to be the equinox and what's gonna happen and we can't find really a like steady level place to even just like start trying the sidewalks real fucked up outside so it's just like (laughs) nope this isn't gonna work and then did you or one of the lawyers say somebody said not i that the, the stoop would work and so we all started trying and becca like the champion who knew that it was a thing in the first place like maybe tried three times and then it was just like pop up and it was just like there it was standing up it was that's what happened i mean it was you tried zero times basically yeah you really and then like sean and austin took a little bit more time austin went next then sean and then it looked like so many minutes were passing they were standing up completely Mm -hmm. completely Mm -hmm. not even faltering at all and i was just like well at some point the axis is not going to be what it is that's allowing this to happen and my egg is never going to stand and like I was questioning my powers my witch you know I had a dream where I couldn't defeat the witch I mean she ended up leaving but I couldn't levitate her and it really made me question my powers and I shouldn't because I'm a very powerful person and yet with this fucking egg I was like all right it's the goddamn equinox Lauren like mm-hmm. the egg has to go, like you have to the egg has to be mm-hmm. you can't miss this this is the thing this is the thing we're doing the ceremony we're doing the ritual you have to take this has to happen wow. and Becca I know it was all a storm in there but I was I, never, <laughs> I did not know that's what you were going mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. and then it stood up and it was so relieving and magical wow. and I'm so thankful for you to bringing bringing that ritual into the story of that night and coming in with other info and just like I had already been I had a had great day had read a bunch of stuff about the equinox was like thinking about great stuff it was just like I the egg needed to stand up and it did and so that was really special mm-hmm. and then some neighbors rolled by they marveled at all four eggs standing up <laughs> On the stoop, it was amazing. I think we forced them to come. No out. way, no, uh, no way. They were so into it. I oh, was really? like, no, okay. I was like, well, because I asked them, and it was cold, but I, and they were all like, whoa, like they thought it was very cool. Okay, good. And then they were like, they didn't want to leave. In my imagination, we were like not letting those people. Go. No, no, no. Oh, okay. And they they even said they're like, well, wait a minute. Now we don't want it. Like they wanted to see if they fell too. They yeah. were like not having it, but it was. I was like, it's cold. You don't have to stay. Don't worry. I, I'm going inside at this point. But that was an amazing yeah. moment. Yeah. I think I also, uh, I didn't, I got the church bells 
you know, my church bells play music and I meditate during that at noon and six. Yeah. I got them the day before and the day after, but I didn't get it on the equinox because I was Mm. out. So, Mm. but that's good. It was great. Wait, what do you mean you didn't get it? Like I didn't, I didn't hear, I wasn't home at noon or at six to, to, Yeah. yeah, listen to the bells, but that's okay. I didn't get the bells is like a nice way of thinking of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love yeah. the bells are what like this. Cause the six o'clock and the, and the, the 6 PM and the noon play songs, not just ring bells. Like yeah. somebody s- plays like amazing grace or on Eagle's wings or like oh, silent man. night or like, getcha. it's <laughs> unbelievable. Like at some point in my time living here, I realized this was happening and I think the bells were damaged in Hurricane Sandy. Uh, and so then all of a sudden they started ringing and then this like floating angelic songs are coming out twice a day, like a free fucking concert. And I just go and lay and grab crystals and pray. So, and give thanks. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow, you're really just a model Bohemian housewife tonight. Thank it's you. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. So the egg balancing thing, I looked up on Snopes.com, mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. turned out to be a myth, according to Snopes.com. Well, but we got four done. I don't know. I disagree. I believe in magic. So this is the thing. I think Snopes was using science, you know? Like, Snopes doesn't investigate magic, and like... Right, that's for sure. It's probably just magic that makes it work, right? You know? For sure. Well, all four on the Equinox yeah. together, yeah. I think it's magic. It's I like it's the magic. power of belief is magic. I think it's magic. Just like knowing how to have really fine motor skills and do awesome things. Well, and is believing magic. in yourself is magic. Yeah. Breathing in and out is magic. The whole right. fucking thing is like doing the same thing at the same time as your other friends in a ritualistic way is magic. That just creates magic. Yeah. Even if it's science that met, lets it happen, the energy that's put into it is magic. And there's like a cone of power through that square. Mm-hmm. Come on. I guess it would have a pyramid, not cone, but... Pyramid of power. Yeah. Pyramid of power is another... Pyramid. <laughs> Why am I just... You're, You're just churning out title ideas. You know, we're good till 50 by now, you know. We're good till 50. Episode 50, not age 50. Yeah, well, I think we're good till 52, (laughs) but that is longer. We've got more time. We're closer to 40 than that. (laughs) So do you have any thoughts about eclipse season? Well, not exactly. I mean, I love, I'm, I think equinox is the thing you're that, focused like, on the equinox i'm a yeah. little more focused on i am excited to know like full moon like if the eclipse is happening and i'm in a space where i'm praying and meditating twice a day and i'm having dreams about defeating witches with my own witch powers and you know things are changing yeah i do want to be a get into the eclipse and do some intention setting and maybe cleanse my crystals I haven't in a really long time I've sort of just allowed myself to like not cleanse them and let them get like dirty and ignored for a while Mm -hmm. because I I don't know I think I needed to Mm -hmm. and I I'm still I haven't done it yet I'm not like rushing to the aid but I've started doing it with like some pieces here and there Mm -hmm. which is feeling a little bit more liberating for the rest of everybody so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen on the full moon? Nice. nice. <laughs> We're going to do a crystal check-in We're, next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did, did you pull cards on the eclipse? Crystal check-in. <laughs> You're doing great job. Secretarial, secretarial work tonight. Crystal check-in. Um... We did pull you, Oh, cards. you pulled the dolphin card. I pulled the dolphin, 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 dolphin. dolphin. Yeah, so our favorite emoji. Our here ab- absolute our favorite. Yeah. The dolphin. The dolphin. Um, yeah. I got it. So, you got it. Yeah. You got the dolphin. I got, I pulled three Osho, which I would have to look at mm-hmm. to remember, but... I wrote, I took a picture or something, but you getting the dolphin was, it was perfect. Yeah. The three that I got spoke deeply to me and were very meaningful, but I don't remember what they are. (laughs) (laughs) I can look it up. I'll look it up. And then I read. What did dolphin mean to you? 
Well, mostly I meant the James Franco emoji, but it all... Right. That was the thing that it felt the most about. Because, you know, there's a segment here at RHB called What's Going On with James Franco, and we have a lot of different theories about him as a theory, as an artist, as an archetype, um, as a hunk. Yeah. As a poet, a writer, a director, a teacher, <laughs> an actor, a comedian, a wanderer. A rebel, an activist, a, a uh, transsexual person, truly. I mean, I don't know if he identifies that way, but he certainly doesn't identify as anything in particular, which I think is a revolutionary act, as I've already James stated. James Fluid Franco. Ja- he's, flu- he's James Fluid. So it was just there's so many ways to, to reference him. Yeah, he just, I mean, like he embodies our culture <laughs> in He's every like, guys, aspect yeah. so hard that yeah. people hate, hate him. him. They're like, stop looking at me in the face. Yeah, stop, James Franco. Stop, stop making art. Stop making me steal Stop making it. <laughs> Stop making me deal with it. Totally the thing. We want to say to James Franco. Oh my God. God. Will you just leave us alone? Stop bugging us. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Everyone wants James Franco to just like knock it off. Quit Instagramming me. <laughs> <laughs> the texting is enough. <laughs> God, you're bugging us so much. Oh, James. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ooh, I got flowering <laughs> which is amazing yes i got conditioning yes. which was that i am actually a lion who has been raised with sheep and I <laughs> looked <laughs> sorry, I, I just couldn't keep a straight face i'm really sorry that was impossible <laughs> that was impossible we go from flowering blossoming courage to Recog- seeing your reflection as mm. a lion mm. raised by sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up by sheer, pure, pointed arrow rainbow intensity. What? Dude. Whoa. Check it out. Flowering goddess on the lily pad. You are set. It's all your dolphin emoji. <laughs> this is what's going on for me. We're yeah. all doing okay. RHB forever. We've really had a very powerful equinox. Um, It's looking real good. It is looking good, dude. Oh, man. I mean, is there... I'm trying to think, like, about... I, I don't... The last time I went on the radio... I'm going on the radio, Becca... I'm going on the radio. I'm going on, I think, I believe it's called Joy of Resistance. Mm-hmm. It's on WBAI. It's on Thursday, I think at 9, 9.15. The last time I was on the radio, I got a death threat, mm-hmm. which is how Bernadette starts. Oh, whoa. Full circle. Full circle. Here we go. And I am just wondering, am I going to go two for two? Oh Do you know what I mean? And, and am I nervous about it? Does it, what is it? I don't think I am. You've had RHB in the meantime. Yeah. You're so used to being on the radio. I'm a little, I just like, the thing, here's what I'm, ner- can I Can I just be honest with yeah. you right and vulnerable? Because I think the thing that I'm a bit nervous about is like, I am not up to speed with like records, like voting records and campaign platforms and policies and, and new government entities that are headed by names of people. (laughs) Just redirect. Redirect to the things you care about. Holy God. You don't have to know that stuff. And I used to know that stuff. To an extent. Yeah. Because that was what I talked about a lot. But that's not... It's all coming so much from my gut. But that's your expertise in this situation. Knowing how to listen to your gut and write about it well enough to like really communicate that message that spoke for a lot of people so that's all you have to focus on like what you actually said you don't have to focus on you that piece wasn't didn't go viral i'll say it i'll say that piece didn't go viral because you knew all the stats you know it, it was because you knew how to like speak to a complex set of 
emotions and thoughts and drives, you know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you can just speak to your expertise and that is great. Sure. Oh, God. Even, I just even, like, I feel like my shoulders just got lighter because I just, like, I really, it was like, I have to read up. I have to understand. There's going to be, like, discussion of, like, women in international parliaments and, like, Mm -hmm. representation after and I, I don't think I'm, I'm not a part of that discussion. There's yeah. another woman that's on after me. But I was just like, okay, Lauren, Patricia, let's um, go on an awesome – because, like, it's an intersectional feminist radio show Yeah, in New York City. Like, That's awesome. How cool. Yeah. I do not – I want to do it justice. I want to do us justice. I want to do myself justice. Like, so – and of course, the women of the fucking world. So, like, yeah, that's, I mean, the number one <laughs> all time favorite people to do it for the women of the world. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, you have like a particular perspective and a particular message, and that's all you need to focus on. You don't need to know a bunch of facts. Right. I can't, because you know? I can't, I'm not good. It's going to yeah. scramble my brain. It's not necessary. Thank you so much for saying that. Oh my God, what a friend. Friendship first bucket. Cheers. Cheers. All day. Friendship we do need first. a little more wine though. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the 90s. And oh, I totally <laughs> forgot. I'm so happy we're doing a 90s update and I can't wait to be inspired. Okay. So, you want a little topper? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, in my class today, um, my poetry class, I gave them... Becca is a doctor. Becca is a PhD. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anytime I pause, just feel free to <laughs> sing my credentials. <laughs> I would love that. Um, <laughs> So uh, I gave them something, like a handout with the phrase scare quotes in it uh-huh. and in like a list of like things they could, moves they could make in a poem or whatever. And like one of the smartest kids in the class came up to me and asked me, what, what are scare quotes? Like what's scare quotes? And I was like, oh, like you guys don't know what scare quotes are. I was like, okay, like let me try to describe this. And I was like... You know, it's like when you're saying something, like, ironically, you're, like, putting in quotes. You're, like, trying to get, you know, some kind of distance from it. And they were kind of looking at me, and they're, like, like, sarcastic. And, like, you know, it was just reminding me that they were millennials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh-huh. like... So then I said aloud, I was like, oh, right, you guys, like, weren't really around for the 90s. So, like, right. maybe you don't know about scare quotes. And then one kid was like... Oh, like Dr. Evil? And I was like, I don't remember. I don't know. So while they were doing some in-class writing, I like looked it up. And there are all these Dr. Evil Austin Powers memes with like Dr. Evil, like holding up his fingers and doing scare quotes and then just like saying ridiculous stuff. Like you call this marketing scare quotes or whatever. Like these memes are so stupid and like I don't get it at all. But what I realized was that my student associated scare quotes with like Dr. Evil, with Dr. E- like with Mike Myers. And I was like, oh, of course. Okay. Because, well, like, that makes sense then. Mike Myers like invented like all of the 90s. Yeah. Like. Not all of them, like a lot so of the 90s, like, uh, irony stuff, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. And a lot of the jokes in general. Yes. And, and, like, just kind of a sensibility or whatever. So that this guy, that this kid was like, oh, Dr. Evil was, like, his understanding of what scare quotes were just kind of blew my mind. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I was just thinking about how, you know... Like, irony was, like, like such a big part of my life in the 90s. And it's, like, these kids, yeah. they don't even understand that that it's was, like, not, a whole, like, it was sensibility, a whole like, a well, whole was, way of being. I think it's the, I think it's the awkward is the new equivalent of it. It's so weird. There's, like, a whole new idea, like, that's... It's cool to be awkward? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. Napoleon Dynamite started that shit. Oh, I never realized that. Well, because of all of my younger siblings, I know this. Oh. Everything shifted. It was like awkward, 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 awkward. It was like not, that's, that to me is 
a major that's generational. Amazing. Yeah, I had no idea. About Everyone the wanted thing. to be like weirder, and like that's why millennials are cool. I think because they were like unafraid of being dorky became cool like that like people wearing grandma glasses well that and also like doing science stuff and like (laughs) (laughs) no support stem seriously for girls (laughs) just kidding girls just kidding um but we don't edit here so (laughs) although becca just does lay it down it's really an aesthetic choice that we don't edit um, I think, don't yeah, you? I think yeah, so. it's the whole fucking point. Um, yeah. You, oh wait. So basically, millennials have never oh. heard of scare quotes and like don't understand like using language in an ironic, distancing way, which is like probably one of the most fundamental <laughs> ways I use language. <laughs> So I was like, okay, good to wow. know. Good to know. There may be a communication gap here. No, I feel like they we do understand each other. Actually. Sure, but it's like, but it's like I am of a different time, right? Of, exactly. From them, and that's noticeable. Like, in a way, that's kind of a relief. Actually, like it gives me, it gives right. me like a distance, distance from yeah. my students that I want. Totally like, authority, if you will. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just realized how they. Like became little people in a totally different totally reality. different way. Yeah, internet was a th- like the internet to me is the actual like I feel like there's this like Gen X, Gen Y, millennial thing, but I feel like in fifty years, I don't even know if those are exactly going to exist. I yeah. really think it's pre and post internet. Yeah. Like I was pre period. Yeah. That's it. Like I didn't go on the internet until college. Yeah. And still then was totally dumbfounded by it. Yeah. I mean, I know that there were plenty of people in our generation and before that were n- not dumbfounded yeah. by it. But it was I not was, like, widespread. I was obsessed with the internet. As but, soon as the internet appeared, I was obsessed with it. I didn't even have a computer in my house till I was 17. Yeah. I would call myself like mid-internet. I think I'm stuck there. I'm mid-internet. Sure. Well, what I'm seeing is like it. I would go to my friend's house and like yeah. go. To, there was, but we were not like we didn't come up with like Facebook and internet right. world. That's right. I, oh well. There's I think there's also a line like pre-social media. Like that's another maybe that's, important one. Maybe that's even what I'm talking about. Interesting. But you're right. There's multiple. There are multiple lines. But there is. Yeah. Maybe and maybe. Maybe I just um, like remember when MySpace was first. Yeah, I didn't have a MySpace. Yeah, I I had a MySpace, but I didn't have the first one. There was one. What was it called? Friendster. Yeah, that was the first one. Right. And then there's MySpace, and then there's Facebook, and I didn't join Facebook for years. Me too. Even though like I'm a total internet addict and like obsessed with the internet, I was like, I think I knew it would take over my life, and finally I just let it take over my life. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, I I know there's another 90s update that you had. <laughs> I know that you were instructed not to talk to this person. Oh, my God. But I know that you were not instructed to not talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> so great of you to bring it up because I would not have realized the perfect connection back to Mike Myers. Is. I know. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, please don't forget this, Lord. Please don't forget this, Lord. Please don't forget this. And I, I didn't, you guys. I am doing it for the team right now. Pew, pew. I was not expecting this at all, but I'm happy to talk about the fact. I'm so excited that that we can bring it up. I really am. I'm happy to talk about the fact that Terry from Wayne's World at my nephew's three-year-old birthday party. Did you hear that? What? Can you repeat it one more time? Reese Powell's three-year-old birthday party at the Playland in Astoria, Queens. Who's in attendance? Who was in attendance? Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Terry, the real headbanger. The real headbanger from the backseat of the Mirthmobile. Yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. He also appears in Wayne's World as the guy who keeps saying... I love you, man. I love you, man. No, I love you, man. No, I love you, man. And I'm pretty sure he's also the guy who goes five, four, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> we did such a good job. 
Oh, you did such a good job. Yeah, we so this much eye contact. Video, so much eye contact was just happening. We were just like with like super faces, like we both didn't know exactly how it went. Like, why are you so? <laughs> it really should have been a 40th anniversary oh, video oh podcast. Oh my god! What are we? We do have to. Oh, and we might, guys. We're. You know what? Why not submit to some place, some festivals? Okay. Do live podcasting. Yeah. If that's what the people want. How fun. Yeah. That could be super fun. Mm-hmm. That could be super fun. In fact, if there's anybody listening and you want to send us a couple, a quote or two about why you would want to see a live RHB podcast mm. in New York City yeah. or elsewhere. Yeah. If you could, like, so then we can include that in our pitch right. <laughs> to the people that yeah, here's decide. What fans say. Here's what fans say. Yes. Please let us watch them live. Yes. We want to see them live. Great idea. You Please. know what I mean? Real Housewives of Bohemia at gmail.com. You know how to do it. It's called the internet. Mm-hmm. We also have a Facebook page. You we can have a find Facebook. us on the Facebook. There's Facebook. <laughs> you can do Facebook. Now you can do the inter- the Tumblr. There's Tumblr, oh, but you there know. there is a Tumblr. There's Tumblr, but don't, but there's no way, to, don't get in touch with us on Tumblr, but find <laughs> out all the other Nobody information. Nobody checks the Tumblr. Just I, kidding, I'm Lauren so, No, it. I do not. I, I've stopped. But I started checking it today. <laughs> I'm going to try it because it used to be so, it, I know we've talked about it a lot, but it used to be great. And I think it can be great again. I don't know if it can be as great, but it can be pretty awesome. At least up to it's date. It's been great. I it's at it's least up, it's a little up to date right now, so yeah. we're working on it. And but we do, we've got a Facebook, we've got a Tumblr, we've mm-hmm. got a website, which is the Tumblr. We just got to link that baby up. Something <laughs> happened. Who knows, guys? We're on it. It's you called. Guys, don't worry about us. Real. We've got a handle Bohemian on it. housewifery. This is how it goes. Um, Becca. Lauren. Becca. Becca. Lauren. Lauren. What's your favorite thing to do? Um, drink wine and do RHB. What's your favorite thing to do? To tell people that they better run. run. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs>